From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good morning to you, wherever you may be around the world. That's odd to say good morning. You almost said good evening. I almost said good evening. Good morning to you, wherever you are around the world. Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with our producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Great to have you with us today. And uh, many of you uh, joining us, the the 200 to 250 a day that listen to the broadcast around the world, as well as those of you who listen live. And again, this Monday, uh, we happen to be going a little bit earlier. In the day, uh, because we have some special guests from the Red Shield in uh, Modesto, and uh, these are new friends. Past couple of months, Martin and Tori will be introducing uh, them to you in just a couple of minutes, but they're doing some uh, fantastic work for the Mm -hmm. Lord at the Red Shield uh, for the Salvation Army in Modesto. We'll be talking to them in just a couple of minutes. Before we do that, though, let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of another real-life Jesus freak. It's Venice, 1542. Anthony Rossetti can avoid death by drowning if he renounces his love for Jesus. The lords of Venice promise financial rewards and tell him how another prisoner has just been set free. But Anthony remains true, saying, If he has forsaken God, I pity him. But I am resolved to sacrifice everything in this transitory world for the sake of salvation in a world that will last forever. And he dies cheerfully. What's more, the Venice Lords had lied about the other prisoner. He had not recanted. And he also dies a martyr's death. All to the glory of God. How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. You know, that's such a great reminder, uh, friends. Uh, again, here in the United States of America, we enjoy a lot of freedoms and uh, realize not too long ago and, and, and now in other parts of the world, you know, expressing your faith is a cause for persecution and execution. And mm-hmm. we really need to uh, take the opportunity to seize Jesus's command to uh, love God with everything we have and to love your neighbor as yourself and uh, and use our freedoms in that regard. We don't know how long that'll last, right. you know, to be honest with you, as we look at uh, what's happening um, around the world. But uh, remember, friends, to pray for the persecuted church uh, globally and appreciate that very much. Before we go on, uh, Elaine, you've got some pretty cool stuff uh, happening with Stan Speaks coming we up in the not-too-distant future. Absolutely we do, Mike, and that's coming up on December 5th. It will be a Monday evening at 6 p.m. downstairs at the Stanislaus County Library, and it starts at 6 p.m. We'll have a panel of three speakers, Dr. Robert Chin, 
our very own here at AVC. He'll be on hand as well as Ruby Kennedy. And, uh, boy, she's a dynamic person, isn't she? You know, she is. And we just had her on yes. Mike's Minute. Oh, by by the God. way, friends, so we're doing a one-minute video mm-hmm. uh, every week now here at AVC. It's called Mike's Minute. I don't know why we chose, you know. The, well, that, it's that, very anyway, appropriate. It is, yeah. I mean, anyway, it's only it's about a minute long and <laughs> and uh, as opposed to Fred's Minute. You know, it was just the alliterative <laughs> thing with Mike and, you know, a minute. And it just, it, it just, it just happened, happened to work way. out that way. So anyway, uh, we'd love for you to, uh, uh, to, uh, see that every, uh, every week. What we do is we, uh, contact people who are either being served, uh, or who are serving and, uh, would love for you to be part of that. And, and you can, uh, check it out, uh, by just giving us an email info at vibrantcommunities.org, info at vibrantcommunities.org. And we'd be happy to, uh, send you the link to that. And if you're on Facebook, check us out at facebook.com slash backslash advancing vibrant communities. And we post it, uh, there every day as well. So, uh, anyway, we'd love, love to, uh, have you take a look at that. And yes, Ruby Kennedy will, will be there. And, and Dr. Chen, of course, our, uh, chairman of the board yes, here at ABC. And the third member on that panel will be Dale Butler of LEC, uh, Latino yeah, what Emergency what a, what a Council. Brother. And it's all about Stanislaus County being a community of caring. And you're moderating it. I am moderating, uh, yes. Yeah, so it will be, uh, we're looking forward to a good time. So we invite you to come awesome. and uh, share with us that evening. And that's, uh, basically in, it's in the downstairs auditorium of the main library here on uh, in Modesto and on it is High a Street. free event so it's a come free and event. join us absolutely yes. let's take a look at some current volunteer opportunities and we're going to get into some fun you know I know we haven't even done the turkey and pumpkin pie thing yet but you know the city of Modesto is having the annual celebration of lights parade in downtown extravaganza the annual holiday tradition taking place Saturday December 3rd 530 in downtown Modesto you know we will be there yeah, absolutely. we're there this is what, I don't know how many years we've done this, but it's been a lot. The big fire engine. and What what year is that thing? It's 1960. It's a 1960 yes. American La France. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, With a Detroit 671. <laughs> oh, only, only Mike can do that. I mean, we <laughs> clean out the spider webs right. and wash it all up and put the lights. And, I, I and those spiders nice. get ticked every year. I know they do. You know, we let you the... handle the spiders yeah, because, absolutely. you know, we don't. We don't but but a lot of fun. It and is so, a ton of fun, yeah. and we just hope that you will be one of the thousands of spectators there because, and you know what, we need about approximately 70 volunteers uh, to come out and help set the parade up. You know, they have strategic placement of the floats, the staging area, the route marshals and security barricades and the road closures and all that. That's a lot of work. And the volunteers must be 18 years and older, able to stand for long periods of time. And they don't ask you to stand on your head or anything like that, but you do have to <laughs> stand for long periods of time um, and be available from about 1.30 till 8.30. It's, a, it's kind of a long day, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, flexible shifts are available, and uh, you need to be there for the orientation, and you receive a commemorative uh, event thermos. And it's a, yeah, and that it's comes in handy. It it's really kind of cold out there. And you want to make sure you route. find all of the restrooms, too. I mean, I, I know about We know where all of those are now <laughs> at do. ABC. So yes. get involved. we know where the important places are. We right? have those okay. things. Uh, yeah, well, we check those things out. And then the Parent Resource Center has their Warm Coats and Warm Hearts Coat Drive. They're collecting donations of new, clean, and gently used winter coats in all sizes for children and families in need. Uh, from now through Thanksgiving, that's next week, 
coming up quickly. And uh, you can drop off all of these coats at designated sites in Modesto and help this one warm coat community service effort. Uh, with winter fast upon us, no one should have to go without a basic necessity such as a coat, and we strongly believe in that. If we have a coat to keep ourselves warm, we need to make sure that our neighbors mm-hmm. can keep warm too, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Volunteers of all ages are needed to help collect these much-needed coats. Drop-off sites are located weekdays at Bernard Hughes Elementary School, McVeigh Insurance Agency, Modesto Police Department, the Parent Resource Center, and United Way of Stanislaus County. The Parent Resource Center provides emotional and educational support for parents in nurturing and guiding their children through the critical first five years of a child's life to decrease the risk of child abuse, neglect, and family violence. And one of our fab faves, oh yes, our favorites, because the senior facilities are places where you can spend time with seniors and gain a new friend, not only for the holidays, but beyond that. So local care homes and convalescent hospitals, retirement facilities throughout our county uh, are seeking friendly visitors as volunteers to take an active role in the lives of senior citizens. Uh, Special Thanksgiving holiday events and festive activities are available throughout the holiday season and include putting up holiday decorations, serving meals, refreshments, and just visiting with seniors. We just so uh, encourage this because you can learn a lot just talking and sharing stories. You know, and as we've found, many seniors have really been abandoned by their families. You know, they're, they're isolated. And, and believe it or not, even though families may be within uh, 50 miles, you know, many times they don't come. And uh, so it's a, it's a small thing, a small sacrifice, but it's a huge, a huge benefit to those who are in those facilities. You would be surprised how Absolutely. many, well, maybe you might not be surprised, but how many people just don't have someone to just touch them, mm-hmm. just, just to touch their hand or hug them and say, how are you doing today? And tell me about your life. You know, it's just incredible. So do that. Take that opportunity and take your children, you know, your grandchildren and just uh, involve them in that as well. If I could have, take my pygmy goats. You that would take really, your uh, goats that, and I tell you, you know, how that would liven things up at the that. senior facility, I wouldn't it? You, yeah, they might keep me. I, you know. <laughs> Possibly they should. Mm-hmm. Contact Barbara. <laughs> well, that's a different facility, that, <laughs> but that's a whole different story. And a different show. Contact Barbara (laughs) Borba at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Barbara would love to hear from you. 524-1307, extension 113, or email her with your questions, bborba at uastan.org. And uh, we also have some needs here within ABC, too, if I can find the page here. Flip it over here. Uh, needs for furniture, beds, mm. queens, twins, double. People often ask us, uh, what are your biggest needs here at ABC? And it's beds, hands down, beds, mm. uh, all sizes. We also need kitchen table and chairs, everything for the kitchen, utensils and friends. We need workable. Make them usable appliances, yes, washers, dryers, electric for the most part, and refrigerators. Don't send us refrigerators that don't work. It's just, just not going not gonna to happen for these families. Several families in need, some formerly homeless, some have just moved to our area. We have a mom whose husband uh, is incarcerated, and she's left with the four children while he's away. And this is real-life stuff. And it's cold outside, and we'll be getting colder. So we need blankets, coats, hats, gloves, space heaters. And, uh, you know, space heaters can be kind of a, a touchy situation because, uh, you know, obviously it can be an electrical situation if they're not used properly. 
but uh, some people have no other means to keep warm. So uh, absolutely, yeah. So we, if you want to also be a part of the team that delivers space heaters, you can let you us. You can be know. a space cadet. You can no, be a. No, I'm just being facetious. Speak, no. Some of us are. <laughs> 209-544-9571 <laughs> is the number to contact us. 209-544-9571. Five seven one, and you too can be a space cadet. Yeah, our uh, our furniture <laughs> friends. Seriously, our furniture friends really need you know some extra some muscle. I mean, these most of these guys they're in their seventies, and and they volunteer uh, two days a week, sometimes three, to go out and, and schlep furniture yes. to to people who are in need. And uh, so, if you have some time and and a pretty strong back, we'd appreciate that. Everything from uh, beds to refrigerators and such. What a, what a blessing! And and it's a great way to get in contact with people in need and and uh, really uh, be Christ with skin on to them. Great and opportunity. Everybody. Can do something. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I just, re, you know, just flashed on, on the story about Dan the man. You yeah, know? absolutely. And uh, so, if if you have a pulse and and if you're, you're if you're vertical and have a pulse, we can probably use you. That's it. Well, we have special guests here today, and we are so pleased to have Captains Martin and Tori Ross. They are administrators and pastors at the Salvation Army Modesto Red Shield Corps Community Center. Welcome, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you here, both of you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness, a special time uh, and a treat uh, to have both of you. A dynamic duo, husband and wife. Mm. How did this happen? Tell us how you got together and how did this come to be? Okay, you want to try that? All right. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's interesting. Um, and you have a lot of great energy in here. Well, thank I, you. I, I told Mike when I first met him, I said, you must have been on radio or television. He says, well, actually, I am. <laughs> uh, I was. But anyway. It's better than being in the post office. <laughs> there you go. Um, I think it's a, a, an, an interesting question to ask uh, how people uh, get involved in the Salvation Army because most people think of the thrift store or the holiday bell ringing that's yes. coming along. So, by the way, if there's, since we're talking about volunteer opportunities, if there are people who want to come out and bell ring, and it's a fun time, it's bringing in Christmas cheer for their, their family and bringing out their family with their little kids and so forth. It's a great time. Uh, musicians are needed. Uh, um, if people want to, um, you know, uh, do an online kettle. We have something called online kettle. If they go on to uh, onlineredkettle.org, they could actually uh, do a corporate kettle, even a corporate match, and uh, help all of Stanislaw County. So you could uh, type in Modesto once you go on that website, and then uh, you could either pick uh, Modesto Citadel, which is the downtown, or mm-hmm. the Red Shield itself. And it's pretty easy, self-explanatory. But anyway. Now, what about you mentioned musicians? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm a musician myself. Really? Uh, I play the steel drums and awesome. a lot of Afro-Caribbean, Afro-Cuban cool. percussion types of things. And awesome. It, it, it fits in with the Salvation Army, sort of. It's a little. It's not the traditional brass instrument, but it's a lot of fun. And that's actually, I look forward to to the holiday season because with the busy schedule, I don't get to play much. Um, but uh, musicians are, are really great to come out and help out at the kettles because um, they're all at various stores, uh, you know, Walmarts or um, McHenry Village stores uh, at the mall uh, because it, you're able to help bring in the Christmas cheer. A lot of people like the bell, 
but they'd rather hear some good music. So if you uh, are able to play a brass or violin or so if you have like, a good voice. All right, so I'll polish like up my French yeah, horn. There we'll you try go. I can see the steel drums and a French horn. French yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and I can accompany you with a conga if you'd like. Ah, so, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. I can hear it now. Yeah, it sounds yeah. good. So those kinds of things help bring in the Christmas cheer, and yeah, lots of people man. like it. Yeah. And it's a big help you know, for the Salvation Army uh, worldwide. Uh, it covers about a third of the budget, the annual wow. budget, mm-hmm. and, and so it's definitely needed. Now, when do, when do they actually start? With the well, program? we're going to start af- here in Modesto after the kettle kickoff on November 17th. So okay. um, at Center Plaza, we'll have the kettle kickoff on November 17th, and then after that, we'll go uh, pretty much up to, to Christmas. That's just a couple of days from now, yeah. the kettle kickoff. Yeah. Great. So that's, that's, that's a great yes. event. Awesome. Yes, it is. Yeah. Now, how did, so how did you guys you, meet? How, how did you... Yeah. Why well, talk now, so it's your turn, Tori. <laughs> well, <So. laughs> that was a subtle handoff there, Tori. <laughs> that was good. Good segue. <laughs> we actually met. We, we met in Minnesota. My husband was um, an intern for Pillsbury, engineering intern. And we happened to meet through a mutual friend who introduced us. And um, after we met, I was um, in the process of looking at schools to transfer to. And um, since I met Martin, I decided to transfer to uh, UC Berkeley and ended up in California. And um, when we went to UC Berkeley, that was how we actually discovered the Salvation Army. A good friend of mine had actually gone to a an event that the Salvation Army Berkeley Corps had sponsored and she knew at that time we were looking for a church home. And she said, oh, you know, I think you'll like the pastors there. Um, the pastor that was there was pretty young, vibrant. You know, um, he had a young family like ours. And we decided to check it out with no intention of joining. Just decided to check it out and see what it was about. And when we went, we just fell in love with the people. Mm. The people there just embraced us, and we felt like we were a part of a, a another extended family. Mm. And so we started going to the Salvation Army initially going as church members. And as we continued to go, we discovered all the other um, facets of the Salvation Army. And that's really what impressed us. It wasn't just a church, but... They also offered um, social services. Um, it was more holistic, where it was mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's what kept us um, being involved with the Salvation Army. After we finished school, we decided, um, we prayed about it and prayed about it, and God opened up an opportunity to go into full-time ministry with the Salvation Army. Very cool. So you, you connected with the Salvation Army at UC Berkeley. Yes. Yeah. I, I do want to make a note here that USC beat the Bears this year, but I'll just yeah, let that go. For, That's, uh... But uh, what? And, and you're coming from Minnesota. I mean, it's kind of a culture sh- yeah. Yeah. or a weather shift, if nothing else. It's cold in Minnesota. It's well, cold in Minnesota. I think that's why she moved. Uh, <laughs> I was just on an internship there. I was there during the summer, so it was great. Oh, wow. But uh, the winter... Uh, yeah. Now, what what was it that uh, led you to to feel that call and God saying to you, "Okay, here we are in Berkeley, and 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 God's calling us to the Salvation Army"? What, what was it that kind of pu- pushed you in well, that direction? Interestingly enough, I used to call myself a, a social engineer, 
um, even as a freshman in, in job interviews, those kinds of things, they said, you know, describe yourself in a phrase or two and or word or two. And I called myself a social engineer. And what I wanted to do is make some strong contributions back to society. Mm-hmm. That was, sure. you, know, I, you saw Attack mm-hmm. of the Giant Tomatoes movie. <laughs> I thought, well, I, As a matter of fact, <laughs> that goes back a ways. That's, yeah. 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 Okay. So I was thinking, you're older than you look, right? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. So, uh, we were thinking of, uh, you know, solving world, I was thinking of solving world food problems and so forth. And that's why I went into chemical engineering. And, um, so that, that's kind of how I got started. And, and then later on, I think, you know, God, scripture says, you know, he, he knew us in our mother's womb. He knew mm-hmm. us before we were formed. And, and I, I guess one of my other personal ministry themes, um, is that I'm trying to help people discover what God's called them to do in their lives so that they can have peace in their lives. So, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, it's a faith journey. So, uh, you know, as Tori mentioned, we discovered the Salvation Army, and I was really compelled by their, their, the way that they handled their money, the finances and so forth. And uh-huh. my, my, my twin brother and I used to debate deacons after church uh, as uh, 16-year-olds because we were also in student body politics and so forth, too. And uh, we used to debate folks about allocation of resources. And I liked how the Salvation Army was using the funds. Mm. So at some point, you know, as I was doing my engineering and so forth, um, I, I felt God, you know, pulling on, tugging on some heartstrings and mm-hmm. mental strings, if you want to think of it that way, sure. too, to go into some other kinds of directions. I mean, it was a huge discovery to find out what the Salvation Army was and what it was about. And, you know, it's an international organization in 124 different countries now. And and it was really dynamic. But how did that apply to us? I guess we're still trying to find a little bit more about about that um, as we're continuing on our faith journey. But, um, you know, we preached a little bit. We were involved teaching still drums and my wife. Um, similar things that like we're doing now at the Modesto Red Shield, you know, we, we she helped form a tutoring and mentoring program and um and administered that and I thought those were we thought those were great opportunities. Um Tori's also a, a licensed marriage family therapist. Right. And we were thinking, well what kinds of ways could we again get involved in community and make it accessible to your your average person walking down the street, you know. I, I think ministry kind of like, you know, advancing vibrant communities, and a lot of times people are thinking of folks in need, but we're all in need in some capacity. Either we're in a need to receive or we yes. have a need to give. Yes. And God's compelling us to point. do that. Yes. And yes. Uh, so in our particular case, uh, we weren't necessarily in a need to receive, but we wanted to, to give and, you know, to help uh you know, show God's love in lots of different ways. So we thought, well, perhaps if we got involved in ministry like the Salvation Army, maybe we wouldn't have to, you know, charge an arm and a leg if we wanted to do counseling or things like that, mm-hmm. if she wanted to do that, or, um, you know, some of the other things that I was interested in. Um, you know, you could still be a, an advocate. You can still get involved in, you know, community issues and, I guess, uh, you know, quasi politics and so forth, just advocate for the community and kind of mix it up and see what happens. So um, the things that we design, 
like that I think from tutoring to basketball courts to uh, what I used, what I call on, on my card, it, say, it, it says uh, building the red shield potential, a hand up and not a hand out. Yes, I come up yes. with themes. Um, and when I was in, when we were in Compton, California, we, we called it, you know, forming an urban think tank to develop the urban mm-hmm, potential. Mm-hmm. So really trying to, to be a catalyst, so to speak, to bring minds together. Uh, willing hearts together to um, help, as our theme is with the Red Shield now, um, you know, being a safe place, a place of education, but also a place for community transformation. And I think that's part of Jesus's work. I think that was his work. And I mean, if you could mix uh, some gospel into some goodwill at the same time, I, I think uh, uh, God would be smiling upon us and, and say, uh, well done, you know, we could just bless somebody along the way. So that, those are my thoughts. Yeah, this is a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, Tori and I, when we, we saw each other, we met at a recent function at the Phoenix University, mm-hmm. and we were discussing the people that were at the Red Shield before you guys arrived. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonderful thing that you have this freedom, Martin and Tori, to yeah. do all of these things that you're incorporating into the ministry that you've brought here. Yeah, this is you. wonderful. And uh, let me let me ask you, uh, where have you? You mentioned Compton. Did you go from uh, Berkeley to Compton, or, or where, where did God take you within the Salvation Army? Well, when we when we first decided to go into full time ministry with the Salvation Army, initially we were given an opportunity to serve in Scottsdale, Arizona, oh. as a church plant. as as a church plant, mm-hmm. and that was, I think, a real step out in faith because that was our first time serving in full time ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, we were um, working towards getting rid of our debt. We still had consumer. Um, debt as well as we had school loans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yet we had prayed about it and we prayed about it and God opened up an opportunity for us to go to Scottsdale. We were in Scottsdale, I think, for about a year and a half. And in that year and a half, God um, made it so that we were able to get rid of all of our consumer debt. And so we had continued to pray about it. And so um, God spoke to both of our hearts and to go into the Salvation Army Training College, which is a two-year program where once you graduate, you are um, you become ministers of the Salvation Army. Yeah, or day ministers um, or Bible training college. And so we decided to take that step out in faith as well. And I think after we graduated from the training college, within a year or so, we were able to get rid of all of our school loan debt. And so in in one sense, it was as if God was sharing with us that this was the direction he was bringing us in because he was opening up all these opportunities for us to serve in ministry without having to worry about the financial part of it. Like, uh, I don't know if you heard of crown ministries, Christian Mm -hmm. financial concepts. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, um, I guess at a promise keepers conference, someone literally threw a book at me when I was working in San Francisco (laughs) at my desk. They just said, you look like somebody's going to read this book. (laughs) And it, it, it was tossed on my desk, almost hit me in the head. And, uh, I, uh, when I went to a Promise Keepers conference, I had recognized the book, and we started talking to uh, an individual that was, you know, at the information booth, and uh, she said, "Hey, get ready for a roller coaster ride." So I think, you know, prophetically, so to speak, God was preparing us for for ministry. I, you know, my feet are about twelve and a half, or so I was thinking <laughs> at one time uh, basketball, and then it changed to uh, engineering, and uh, but you know, now it's ministry. So. Um, 
Yeah, we teach a class now. We just finished our series called uh, Living Debt Free, God's Way of Handling Money, mm. Tired of Being Broke, and teaching, teaching people about financial literacy and those kinds of things. And so hopefully, you know, someone helped us, and uh, hopefully we could help them along the way. You know, one of the significant things here, and, and, and we hope this is having an impact as you're listening to the program, people tend to not realize how multidimensional the Salvation Army is. Mm-hmm. And we suffer a little bit of that here at ABC. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the blind man and the elephant, you know. Uh, the, the blind man who's at the leg says, well, the elephant is like a tree, and the guy at the tail says, no, it's like a rope. You know, people tend to look at an organization at the point that they enter contact with it and don't see beyond it. So many yeah. people just think, well, they're the people that ring the bells, you know, at Christmas time or, you know, the, well, the Rose Parade, I see the band, you know, going, uh, or, you know, whatever it might be. But, uh, I, I think, uh, what, what we're trying to open up is a broader perspective of the many ways that the Salvation Army is serving the Lord and, and serving communities. And your, uh, your phrase there, uh, you know, social engineering, yeah. uh, you know, that's what Jesus was all about. Yeah. You know, and, and those two commands to, to love God with everything you have, to love your neighbor as yourself. And uh, in a couple of minutes after the break, we're going to want to talk about some of the initiatives that you have going at the Red Shield right now. I know you got a really cool, nice basketball court. Yeah. Man, that is uh, a that blessing is a, from a, above. Major, major There's... blessing. Before we go to the break, though, um, uh, tell me, uh, Martin, in, in, in your heart, as, as God has brought you over the years through the Salvation Army, uh, what is what is one of the most um, uh, the, the the pinnacle of the blessings that you have received so far? What is one of the greatest blessings that God has given you in the Salvation Army? I, I think uh, the the greatest blessing has been, I think, uh, to know God in a mm. deeper way. I mean, I was doing engineering, and all my College work was in science and engineering and, you know, a little bit of school politics, but just to have the opportunity to make some connections with the practical. Mm. And I, I, I still think engineering hearts, minds, and souls and body is, is part of the practical, but then, uh, uh, to, to connect that with that, that scripture has something to do with it. Scripture has a lot to do with it. It has a lot to do with our finances <laughs> and our everyday being. And I, I think it's given me us an, an opportunity to to help uh, speak hope mm. into people's <coughs> lives and to uh, be transparent and regular and let people know that it doesn't necessarily come from us or from the Salvation Army, but it comes from above. Yeah. But to put it in a way that's accessible, so people just you know sometimes people get scared of the gospel, but just to say hey you know this is for this is for everybody and. If we want to talk about Jesus, we can, you know, as we earn the right to speak, you know. That's absolutely yeah. right. All right. We've got much more with Martin and Rory and Tori Ross in, uh, in just a little bit. Right now, we've got uh, Alan Asbury, and he's our musical guest this week. It's been a long time, and great to have him back. His song is entitled Life to the Living, and we'll be back right after this on Lighthouse Life. time to meet because I'm way too busy. There's a clerk just at the corner store. I wonder if he knows the Lord, but I'm in a hurry. There's a stranger down at Sylvan Park strumming on his old guitar. There's no time to listen. There's a friend I stand knowing well, but 
Some days it's hard to tell just what he's feeling. It's easy to love from a distance. just having a great time here with Martin and Tori um, uh, Ross here from the Red Shield Salvation Army Corps in Modesto. And during the break, we were talking a little bit about family, and you guys have a wonderful family. Tell us about your children. 
Well, we have three daughters. Our oldest is 19, and our middle child is 14, and our youngest is 10. Um, our oldest, all, well, all of them are here with us. Our oldest, um, she decided to uh, transition out with us because we've been here in the Modesto area for a little bit over a year. So she's attending um, Modesto Junior College. Right. And our middle child is uh, in high school, her first year in high school, mm. and our youngest is in fifth grade. So We're all girls. Talking about the music. Well, that keeps you busy, yeah. Martin. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. And you have one that's musically inclined. Martin, tell uh, us about that. Actually, they're all, they all are. Oh, all great, three of them. Um, so, let's see. Well, they all play. They all sing really well or either play drums or guitar or piano, yes. things like that. And we kind of expose them to that. Um, one of our oldest, the oldest child... Uh, well, they all play at, at church on Sundays, too, so um, they're all playing things, so that's part of our band. But the oldest child, Carmen, and I wrote a song called It's All About God, mm. and she came in with a, a kind of a diddly that said, well, you know, Dad, it's not about the, the radio and TV or something like that, and then, so that sounds pretty good, so we came up with the song, and uh, that was when she was maybe nine or so, mm. and then... It, you know, they always actually a lot of my arrangements, and I didn't know I was a musician until I got to college because my mom I have a twin brother and an older sister too, seven year old a sister that's seven years older than us. But uh, they, my mom said we had a drum set when we were a kid, but she took it away, and so because we, <laughs> we made too much noise, and so we we never really knew that we were musicians till we got to college. So anyway, uh, so it's kind of been an ongoing um, journey. But uh, so we kind of wrote the song and I kind of I guess they're starting to tell me that I'm kind of old now. So uh, my sound is a slightly outdated. So we got together with another person in Compton because um, we had built a, a music studio. We wrote a grant um, to, from an organization called Mustard Seed hmm. and uh, we wrote a grant to build a studio because there's all kinds right. of, uh, you know, hip-hop musicians and so forth down mm -hmm. there and, and we thought maybe we could do something to try to help take that music back for, for Jesus and so uh, uh, we, there's another guy uh, who left uh, the secular world and, and uh, he did songs for Jamie Foxx and mm. Newsboys and, mm. and a whole bunch of other well-known well, yes. well -known musicians mm -hmm. and people out there in the industry and he once started, he said I can't do it anymore so he went and started doing it just for the Lord, so he started working for us. And anyway, so we had a, a nice uh, arsenal of, of different sounds, and so it's been modernized, and it's on YouTube. So it's called all, It's All About God by uh, Carmen Ross, and, right. and it has a nice theme, and it's good for young people to mention that it's not about material things, but mm. it's about G-O-D, as she hey. puts it. Amen. Right. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Hey, you bet. Well, Martin, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Okay. Good. We'd love to, to play it here. I can't wait to get it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Martin, let's talk a little bit about the Red Shield uh, mm -hmm. specifically. And uh, I'm looking at uh, the back of your card here okay. and, and really the, the myriad of, of ministries that are going on there. Let's talk about the mission of the Red Shield in, in particular. And uh, then let's get into some specific, specifics, Martin and Tori, about what, uh, what God's doing through you there. Well, um, I mean, in short, I think, you know, people could know that the Salvation Army is a, is a Christian organization. And uh, we talk about growing saints, serving suffering humanity, and uh, 
growing souls. And that's part of our main theme. You know, a lot of what we do, all of what we do comes out of our love for Jesus Christ. Uh, William and Catherine Booth uh, were the co-founders of the Salvation Army and uh, started that in basically uh, East London or the what it called the inner city of East London or the hood, so to speak. And uh, so the Salvation Army is, like again, as I mentioned, in 100 different, 124 different countries. And many facilities like the Red Shield are in underserved communities. So the, the types of things that we, that we do there um, are all kinds of things. It started in 1968, um, and a lot of kids were drowning in the canals. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have a swimming pool. A lot of people don't know it. And we're looking for swim Team, a swim team and a swim coach to come because right. we could really mm-hmm. do some partners, partnershipping and bartering because, uh, you know, it, it costs a lot to run a pool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we have a pool, um, swimming program in the summer. So if anyone's interested, let us know. Um, we have a, a boxing program, gymnastics, uh, tutoring and mentoring, mm-hmm. which my wife will probably talk more about in detail when we give out reward dollars. Um, for that, we have a senior bingo, uh, counseling, uh, Bible study, uh, church services on Sunday, Wednesday night Bible study, um, women's ministries program and uh, outreaches, outreaches to uh, seniors, uh, senior bingo, uh, marriage family uh, counseling and therapy and uh, all kinds of things. And I also mentioned, you know, the living debt free, tired of being broke. God's Way Handling Money class. So we kind of offer all those things as outreaches. Basketball course, there's a brand new basketball go, court yeah. there. Um, and that's actually, actually, oh, what's actually coming up too, there's some cooking classes. Um, just all kinds of activities. Um, arts, uh, artists in the making program that the uh, Valley Apprentice uh, team helped us put together for that contest. Our team was called Red Ops. Um, and we have an advisory council. Um, that works with us so community leaders come and, and help guide our direction pretty much mm-hmm. like an advisory board. So all kinds of really cool things to share the gospel. And by the way, for our program between three and five, now some kids don't like it, but, uh, I mean, between three and four, 15, but most kids and most parents do, you know, there are no balls and no boxing gloves. Nothing comes out because we mandate that, uh, Kids have to do their homework or read a book or do something because everybody's not, you know, like with the boxing program, everyone's not going to be Oscar de la Hoya and so forth. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but we need to, to exercise our mind and our body mm-hmm. and our spirits. And we right, actually even do right. something called boxing with the books. So on Thursdays, um, you know, uh, like Fellowship of Christian Athletes type of approach, they give out some gospel shots to the boxers and so forth. So that it's all about wonderful. that. Now, the Salvation Army has several locations in Modesto. Uh, we we help uh, recruit volunteers for the Barbarian uh, Homeless Shelter and Transitional Living Shelter mm-hmm. then. And, and the, then, of course, there's the... Uh, um, the other uh, facility there on 6th Street? No, 7th and 9th. 7th Street, 7th right. and There's the uh, social services that takes place there for the, all of Stanislaus County. We have a food warehouse. You mentioned the shelter. There's a child development center also right there. And that's the uh, county coordinator positions held. So all the county activities are coordinated through there. And, and your facility is in the southern part of Modesto. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's talk a little bit, uh, Tori, about uh, God gave you that equipping and uh, you, you uh, have your uh, counseling license and, and such. How is God uh, leveraging all that at the Red Shield? How, how is he using all that education and, and your commitment to him at, at the Red Shield? Well, I think a lot of um, what I get to do at the Red Shield, is, as was mentioned earlier, we are administrators over the facility, but also 
um, with within that, there's a lot of different roles that you have to balance. And um, being able to offer the counseling to the community is one of those roles. And I've been able to offer my services to the community, either free or a minimal charge. And that's something that um, God put on my heart many years ago before becoming a part of the Salvation Army. But it was the Salvation Army was the, the... we felt it was the uh, vehicle in which we could be able to offer those services to the community. Um, it's been a balancing act. Um, I'm uh, helping with um, other roles at the Salvation Army. I also help uh, minister um, with my husband, pastoring um, and preaching on Sundays, as well as helping to coordinate different programs like the tutoring and mentoring program and the counseling. And so um, with the counseling, oftentimes it's even just, you know, talking with kids or with, um, you know, uh, just staff about just issues that they might be going through. So some of it's formalized, some of it's not. You're serving all demographics. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, our listeners, of course, cannot see Well, hold this it up child. to the microphone you, so maybe, they can see. <laughs> look very closely. No, <laughs> this child on the front of this pamphlet is just gorgeous. She's just got a, a sweet smile and a sparkle in her eyes. And it says, serves Modesto's poorest, neediest children. I'm certain that you see a lot of lives change uh, through the children that you serve there. And and it also says here that this will not continue without your help. So yeah. certainly you need donations and, and some funding also. You want to speak to that just a little well, bit? Yeah. Um, a lot of times people think uh, the Salvation Army is one huge, big, deep pocket. Uh, I'm sure, you know, any nonprofit like your organization you're trying to figure out. We have a shallow pocket. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what pocket? <laughs> like, what pocket? Yeah. And so we, we don't. Most of, we're, we're really locally based. Um, there's a, a little bit that comes uh, from our regional headquarters and so forth, which mm-hmm. is in San Francisco, but it's really community-based. You'll, you'll note a lot of times people think of the Salvation Army, but most of the time the, the, the church part of the facilities are called, you know, the Salvation Army for instance, the Salvation Army Modesto Red Shield Core Community Center. They're, they're all called core community centers. So it's community-based. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, a mandate to get the community involved. Um, you know, the holiday season, again, is one of our biggest fundraising opportunities. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so, there's, as I mentioned earlier, there's chances to, to get involved there. But we're also uh, looking for people to the, – the other – times of the year to come in and get involved and to donate and come check it out and come tour the facility because um, it's very difficult. A lot of times, we'll, which is a great thing, we'll get finances to construct things, but sometimes there aren't finances that come along with that for operations. Mm-hmm. So you got to have bodies there. you got to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, you know, the same, you know, utility bills and uh, broken down HVACs and uh, other kinds of things that any – you know, building, large building has to maintain. And so that's not always easy. But uh, there are opportunities for people to, you know, leave bequests. There's a lot of baby boomers that are mm-hmm. are becoming, um, you know, in their, their third tier of their lives. And, and uh, there's a lot of uh, wealth out there. Um, and I think it, it's a great opportunity, you know, to consider 
ways to give back, like to advancing vibrant communities, other organizations, but, you know, also places like the Salvation Army. If, if, for instance, if, you know, a group of five or ten people gave anywhere from, you know, 10,000 to 20,000, I mean, that could make a huge difference and to put that in some type of endowment for us. Sure. So it, we're not, we're not going to spend the money. We would just be operating off the interest. Um, it would make, it would make a huge difference for us. Um, and that's really part of our difficulties. I think, like as Tori was mentioning with her, her counseling and so forth, we we do have the other title of administrators. Um, if if the Lord found it so great to bless us with uh, you know an unlimited amount of funds or enough, and that's one of the things that we talk about. You know how much is enough, but mm-hmm. just enough, um, we could spend less time administering and using more time of our our time. And uh, talents, you know, investing in kids and counseling and so forth, those kinds of things. So those are some of the great opportunities. But I would just encourage people to come and tour. And I think it pulls on people's heartstrings and you'll, you'll see the need. It's a tough neighborhood and, and, and we need some people to, to help not just give us a handout, but a hand up. And I want to emphasize that we just need a hand up. That's all we need. You know, and I think touring the facility, and and, uh, you were very gracious to offer me that a couple months ago. I would encourage you to do that because, you know, as you drive by, and I mean, I've dropped my kids off there from time to time. You know, they've they've gone down to do painting projects, you know, during spring break and things like that. But until you get in it and you begin to see, you know, the various things that, that God has implanted, there's, it's, it's an eye opener. Mm-hmm. And we encourage you to do that. Martin, how do people get a hold of you and, and, and oh, Tori? Well, yeah. Hey, Dr. Chin's been out there too. And, uh, and yes, Mrs. Chin. Yeah, they've yes. both been, been out there. Um, they can reach us at, uh, our phone number is 209-538-7111-7111. They could go to our, our website, which is the Red Shield Modesto. RedShieldModesto.org, and uh, we're also on Facebook, so they can uh, reach us there. <laughs> right. Just type in the Red Shield. We have our own Facebook site, and you can learn more about us there. Martin and Tori, we were talking earlier about Thanksgiving mm-hmm. being just next week, and I know you have some big Thanksgiving uh, festivities going on next week. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, um, let me hit that. Well, you can talk about Ceres Rotary, and I'll talk about the other one. Well, Ceres Rotary um, sponsors our Thanksgiving meal to the community, mm-hmm. and so the Thanksgiving meal is open to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, we served about 500 people in the community, mm-hmm. um, which was a jump from the previous year because we had planned on serving about 200 to 300 people, and we had 500 people from the community that came. And so um, it is takes place at um, starting at 5, and um, that's when November we start setting 18th, up this on Friday. November 18th. And so it's just it's open. It's a community meal for the yeah. community. And then there's a larger one on Thanksgiving Day that uh, the Costas put together, Dan and Denise Costa, mm-hmm. Thanks for Giving, in mm-hmm. partnership with the Salvation Army. And uh, that's going to be taking place on Thanksgiving Day, and that's a great opportunity. So in all the cases, you know, if folks are – what want to give a monetary donation or they want to give uh, a turkey or uh, sponsor a, a toy for a kid. I mean, it's the whole holiday season. Sure. A lot of times people think of Thanksgiving 
and Christmas um, as separate events, but not for the Salvation Army. It's really one huge month full of activities. And uh, we need, you know, all kinds of help, just people even volunteering, because there's going to be a huge uh, food distribution. You talked about coats, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. Uh, We do all those kinds of things. And there's a need. And what I guess what I want to encourage people to do is, hey, the Salvation Army is just one organization. There's many, many organizations out there. Indeed. God asks us to tithe with our, our time, talents, and treasures. So mm-hmm. give it to some place in your community, and, and I think there will be plenty to go around if everyone did that. Friends, uh, just a reminder, the phone number to get hold of uh, Captain Martin and Captain Tory Ross, 209-538-7111. That's 209-538-7111. And uh, the website is redshieldmodesto.org, www.redshieldmodesto.org. And as all of us have learned to do, you're also on Facebook. And yeah. <laughs> you know, the social media thing for minutes. <laughs> you know, isn't it tough to keep it all going? I mean, you know, you got to be a twit over here. you got to be a Facebooker. It's just, uh, sometimes that gets overwhelming just keeping up with all the... It does. Yeah. But that, that's where the kids live, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you got to meet people where they are. Yeah. Hey, there's one other thing, too. Where Speaking of technology, you could text to give. So if you went to uh, typed in Modesto... 80888, so 80888, Modesto, 80888, text to give, and that would be $10 off your phone bill. So, uh, Anyway, that's, a, that's another way. Sometimes I don't really think of that kind of technology. My kids always laugh at me. They're like, you're, you're texting? <laughs> <laughs> Dad's texting again. Yeah. Uh-oh, look out. What, uh, what are some of the uh, volunteer opportunities that you have for people that would be willing to give uh, some time and, and uh, their talents? What, what are some of those volunteer Tori, opportunities? Tell me about tutoring. That, well, I think one. our tutoring mm-hmm. and mentoring program Wonderful. is probably the mm-hmm. biggest opportunity we have. Um, it ranges as far as maybe 30 to 50 kids that are involved in the tutoring and mentoring program. And we're always in need of folks that might want to come in and volunteer maybe just an hour. Um, we have uh, a lot of the kids are mandated to come to tutoring from at least 3 to 415. Mm. And so many of the kids that come mm-hmm. are kids that, you know, really right. need the, the help, whether it's helping with reading or writing or doing math mm-hmm. problems. And, and some of the other areas, uh, coaches. Yeah. You know, what a great opportunity. There's a mentoring aspect. So basketball coaches, baseball coaches, soccer coaches, those kinds of things, weightlifting coaches. I mean, and, and if we get a chance to get some believers in there, that's even better mm. because boxing coaches, you can infiltrate culture. Um, downtown, there's the uh, homeless shelter. There's a great place to volunteer and to provide some meals. Uh, we need meals all the time over there. Um, and, uh, you know, I mentioned the holiday type of yeah, volunteering yeah, bell absolutely. ringing. So those are, then, yeah, those are the bell ringing. If you want to ring a bell, you could do that. Awesome. I haven't had my bell rung for like, about 20 years. But <laughs> you need But also, <laughs> also the playing of the instruments you mentioned. Oh, yes. 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 Musicians would be great. Terrific. Youth groups can come out. And then there's that online kettle again, onlineredkettle.org. And I didn't mention that. We have the Red Shield kettle or the Citadel kettle, uh, downtown kettle. But you can just sign up. And your group will be under the umbrella of those organizations or those two kettles, and it gets viral. It could go all the way to, to Bangladesh or something. Awesome. And so for these volunteering opportunities, they can contact you, Tori, or you, Martin, at these numbers that we mentioned. Yes. Okay. And also, volunteers, you can contact us here because at ABC we will connect you with Tori and Martin there at the Red Shield. How about some prayer? 
okay. our needs. How can we pray for you guys over there? Well, um, I think you could I hit that. I think just to pray for the kids. It's a tough, 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 tough mm. neighborhood. Mm. Um, I, you know, we came, Compton's tough, but I want to also mention there's a lot of great people in those neighborhoods too. Yes. But, but, uh, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, you know, and Christ has overcome the world. So I think if we could just pray for the kids, they're our future. Uh, pray for, uh, you know, just break, financial breakthroughs because we need those, um, uh, people to come and see. Uh, to pray for it, just hope and peace, and and I think, uh, you know, our place is a safe haven, and I think to to see if we can keep those doors open, you know, another forty years or so, mm-hmm. um, I think that would be an amazing thing because it's a it's a safe haven for kids and uh, and you know and and for more missionaries, I think muscle missionaries, fitness missionaries, computer missionaries, uh, just get them there, and I think uh, we'll we'll see a lot more people in heaven. Um, because of that, so Amen. Martin, Amen. words of encouragement to those who live in those rough neighborhoods, particularly the parents and the young ones, uh, with the red shield right there in yeah. their midst. What words of encouragement could you? Oh, give I to would them? say just uh, as I tell my kids, you know, uh, fo- keep focus with the end in mind and and uh, and on things above, mm. and uh, and I think if you don't know more about you know the Maker up there, I think. Uh, you know, we need to get to know him and, and just to hang in there and know that there's hope. There's people that care. Uh, people fail, but God never fails. And uh, we try to do our best, but uh, we put it in God's hands. And, and I, one of my other sayings that I tell people, if God can touch our ordinary, he can make it extraordinary. Mm-hmm. We just need a touch from him. So uh, keep seeking him. He's there and uh, he can use you. Amen. Amen. Tori, how about a last word from you to encourage moms in our uh, community? I mean, you're, you balance so many things, you know, in, in your life. Uh, but what would you say to encourage moms in terms of reaching out and, and touching their communities for Christ? Well, I would say I think the first step is just being able to um, be available to your own children mm. and know that you are um, an example to them. Um, oftentimes, I think we, we, we can go out and affect others, but I think one vital um, key is being able to be effective um, with your own children and making sure that um, you're available to them Amen. because our kids are our, our future. And so um, sometimes it's easy to get caught up in what's going on around us, but our kids really do need us, whether they're young or, or they're getting older. Amen to that. Martin and Tori Ross from the Red Shield Salvation Army Corps Modesto chapter. We just thank you and God bless you both in your ministry. Thank you for sharing a part of your morning here with us on Lighthouse Live. And dear friends, thank you wherever you are listening and may God continue to bless you as you reach out and love your neighbors as you love yourselves.